I'll tell you. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome to another edition of the Homies Podcast on the Fans First Sports Network, Steel Curtain Network, trying to bring it to you live here on all those different levels of communication, including Stitcher, including YouTube, including now Twitter, including Apple Radio, including all your favorite ways to listen to the true Pittsburgh Steelers Radio Network. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, I'm here with the homies. It's your man G, my man Tate, my man Pay, and my man Beater. So, you know, we're going to talk, homies talk, and get it in the way we do. But before we do that, we just got to talk to the fellas and say what's crack-a-lacking. So, Tate, what's going on, man, in this Pittsburgh Steelers world? And thank you so very much for getting Beater in a perfect place, in a perfect situation, man. You made my day, man. Yeah, man. Be, 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 be dirt. Lucky he brought his fiance with him. He wouldn't even have a place to stay. Mm. <laughs> Here. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're supposed to end the show with me doing someone dirty, not start the show with me getting done dirty. This is, I don't like this. I don't like this. I, I, I'm playing on the road. I apologize to everybody uh, for my audio. I'm making the best of what I got. Uh, this is rough. Man, it's a new day in homies land, B-Dirt. It's a new day. <laughs> man, what a day. What a day. But, yeah, Tate, Tate, anything else, man? You got to go before I swing it around the horn. Oh, no, nah, man. Just we got a lot of lot of Steelers news to get into. We're, we're going to obviously touch on the, on, on the rest of the AFC North or whatever news is going around behind the shield. We're getting into that, and, you know, I'm, I'm ready to go. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. My man, Payday, talk to me, man. What's crackalacking over there? And Baltimore slash Bears land. Man, getting ready, getting ready for this uh, for this draft. Less than what two weeks away now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, big news going coming out of Baltimore too. Big signings. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah, we're gonna get into it in the pod for sure. Beat hurt. I know you're uncomfortable. I know it's hard, but talk to me, man. How you really feeling? And are you ready for the podcast today? Man, I'm ready. Uh, you know, it's a little slow going up to that draft uh, for the Bengals right now. Not a whole lot to talk about, but but I'm feeling more comfortable than I thought I would at this point in time. So, so there's some good stuff, good stuff. Oh, for sure, man. Great hearing from all the homies. And we're ready to get into this, t- this conversation this evening. And thanks, everybody, over in the live chat for joining us, man. I see Claude, Reginald, John, Tim. After and all of our, the ones that always follow us. But thank you again for watching us this evening live on the FFSN Sports Network. So, Tate, man, first question goes to you, man. We had a few moves going on in the, in the black and gold land, man. Talk to me about those moves for the Pittsburgh Steelers this week. Oh, man, it's, it's, it's been a busy week, man. Oh, oh, Omar and Coach T been really busy, man. Well, we got – Early in the week, we signed the 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 uh, Watts, Armin Watts, the defensive tackle from the Chicago Bears. <laughs> yeah, where he last played, he had his best he had his best years in Minnesota. I think he's like in his fourth or fifth year. Yeah. he's he's a big body though. I think he's like six five, maybe three oh five or something like that. He's yeah. 
going to get some if he if he makes the team. We don't draft like Ika or or Keanu Benton or somebody like that. He's going to get some clock with uh Montrevious Adams. So I like to pick up veteran big body. This, this is this is this is Andy Andy Wills wheelhouse. Veteran veteran big body. Um, they Bill. also they also picked up uh they picked up uh, Keanu Neal. Yeah. The hybrid safety linebacker played at Tampa last year. I really like him. Uh, they let they let Jameer Jones go, edge yep. rusher. Yeah, for sure. Pro- probably the third edge rusher last year. Maybe maybe the kid from uh, Denver was the, was the third edge rusher, but neither one was really good. Um, and they today they picked up they picked up Tanner Muse. Oh yeah, Seattle line, linebacker from Seattle. I loved him at Clinton Clint, at Clemson. I wanted us to draft him that year he came out, whether it was nineteen or twenty. I remember one of those years. Yeah. So he's a great special teams player, offers some versatility. I like him. And last but not least, we're not getting Bud. Bud signed with the Atlanta Falcons. Bud essentially went back home. He's from Ithel Town, Georgia. That's where he played high school ball at. Yeah, right outside like, Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like an hour and a half outside Atlanta. So he went back home. I mean, he went you we were talking about earlier, he wants the opportunity to to start. Have a big season and get one more big payday. Maybe if he plays good this year, maybe he can, he can cash in on a on a two year thirty million or something next year. Is what he's thinking. But yeah, so a lot of news to talk about. Oh, for sure, for sure, man. Do you, Boy, uh, go ahead, do you view that? Do you view that as uh, addition by subtraction by not signing him? No, I I wanted him. I mean, I think now we got to either sign somebody. It's a few left. Justin Houston's left. Leonard Floyd's left. Uh, the kid that played for the Raiders last year used to play for the Colts and Baltimore. Mm. I can't I just think of his think, name. I don't think Bud would have been happy though. You know, I, he he definitely wanted wanted to start, wanted more, wanted more playing time than what I think he was going to get. Man, he, he he's in a three man rotation. I mean, he he probably, I mean, he probably would have got thirty thirty five percent of the snaps. I mean, Alex Highsmith is just coming off a. Of, uh, uh, 18, I mean, 14 sack season. Bud's best season with Blank, us, I right? think, was 11. Yeah. And yeah. this year, for this year, Alex, my, Alex Highsmith is cheaper than what Bud probably would even sign for if we got him on a discount. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Agreed for sure. Payday, man, what you do you think of a couple of those Steelers moves this week, man? And I, as you talk about it, just wrap in and pull in any big news that you got going or coming out of Baltimore. I think the biggest thing is uh, I want to echo what Ke- uh, Tate said. Uh, I think the best thing they could have done is not bring back Bud Dupree. Mm. Um, he had his best years in, in 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 Pittsburgh, and they weren't all that great. If you ask me, they were you know pretty. They were good. Just let's just put it like they were good, not to what you were uh, expecting. And since since he left. It didn't look like he was turning the corner to do anything better than that. Mm. So I didn't think he'd have been he'd have been the best person to bring back as far and tying up some more money for a younger player. Yeah, that, I, that's the best thing they did this week. Um, so moving up, moving around towards the other end of the AFC North, the best thing uh, the best thing this week happened in Baltimore. They signed yes, that old guy. 
They signed him. Who I, I predicted. I, well, not really predicted, but I brought up a few weeks back. Yeah. Uh, one of Lamar's best friends in the league. Dynamic receiver. Now, I took it as like an olive branch and a chess move from the Baltimore front office. Like, hey, you know, come on. Bring – come on back to the table, uh, Lamar. We got your Agreed. homie. We got, your, we got you a special weapon. Mm. But come on back. It had to be. It had to be because that's the only thing that explains them paying that much money for O'Neal. Yeah. guy who ain't played in close to close to 14 months, $15 million. Not just all that money, all that guaranteed money. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. the reason why they brought him back for sure, for sure, man. They gave that that guy an, an abundant amount of money to be able to spend and keep him happy at least for one year. So you're calling an experiment. That's more or less what you're saying with OBJ. I'm calling it, I'm calling it a contract um, olive branch for Lamar. I don't them signing Odell has nothing to do with Odell. It's all about Lamar. Right, right. Can they bait him to get him to come home and sign the contract and just play football and let's move on and let bygones be got bygones? For sure, for sure. I got it, man. All right, B-Dirt, talk to me about the quick stealer moves that you see or anything going on over in the rumbling in the jungle for the Cincinnati Bengals. Well, I'm going to be quick on the Bengals here. We we, uh, didn't have a lot of action. We signed Drew Sample. Um, All that is is a tight end when we go jumbo package that can help block. Uh, maybe catch a, you know, a, a five-yard hook. But that's about it. Um, I, I, I really, you know, I'm hearing some things in Pittsburgh, uh, listening to some local radio and stuff, uh, that are very intriguing, very intriguing. I think some of it you're going to get uh, when you start talking draft coverage and stuff. Um, yeah. But I also think that the the sentiments out there that, you know, Bud Dupree would have been a distraction, um, just like, like you know, just an addition. I think you're better off and better served getting someone else in that position, or even drafting someone, you know, in that third, fourth rounder. Yeah, definitely. When you got a guy who wants to push for starter minutes and really hasn't earned it, you know, because let's just face it. You're going to look great standing opposite of J.J. Watt and, 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 and T.J. Watt in any defense across America. You put T.J. Watt on one side, I don't care if you put the kitchen sink on the other side. Somebody's going to get a sack because he's going to get that much attention. So for sure, for sure. And, I, you know, I like what the panel said concerning Bud. Hey, so uh, you brought up a quick topic that we wanted to talk about today on the pod. And I'm going to kick it to tape with this subject, man. There's a lot of chatter going on that the Steelers might trade up or trade back with that 17th pick. So, Tate, talk to me about what you're hearing with the chatter moving forward with the Steelers staying where they're at at 17 or jumping up high to grab a guy they want or moving back and getting a guy later on and picking up assets to help build the 53-man roster. So you're asking me what should they do at 17 if if the, the true players they want aren't there? Yeah, for sure, it's, for sure. It's, it's six players, right? Six players. You think it's six or do you think it's a couple more? I think they really want six players of 17, one of the three tackles, one of the three top corners. I think that's gotcha. what they really want. Mm-hmm. So if they're not there, I think they could settle for Deontay Banks, cornerback out of Maryland. Mm. I mean, they seem to really like him. He has all the all the physical attributes and upside, and to come in there and learn under Pat P for a year or two could be good. I personally would like to see them – Trade back mm. with somebody to the to the to the early to mid twenties, 
Mm. And when I say mid, I, I mean I don't mean the other side of twenty five. I mean the, uh, the, the side before twenty five. Yeah, yeah. But, but I think I but, think that that could be really good. You could get another. You could get the player you want. You might could get Deontay Banks possibly, but at the very least you can get Brian Branch, who could play safety, nickel, mm, some minimum outside corner, not a lot. But and then then you have another pick probably in the in in the forties for making that trade. So that's why I like if one of your six 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 players that are on your high on your board aren't there. For sure, for sure. Payday, same question, but instead of going back, moving up, what do you really see an opportunity for Pittsburgh to move up to get an asset or a player? Because there's been a lot of talk going on between the Steelers and the Chicago Bears, supposedly behind the scenes, for the Steelers to flip from 17 up to 9 to the Chicago Bears and grab this draft pick. That's a question. I hope there's there's no road for them to trade up with the Bears to get the number 9 in exchange for 17 or whatever. Uh, unless unless that unless the Steelers are willing to give up a, if maybe a first or a second in the next year's draft, Stop being ridiculous, man. <laughs> they don't do that. I hope they don't do that. Um, but it, to answer the question, is there is there a pathway? I mean, possibly. I mean, Ryan Pohl seems seems to be like you know he likes making you know making trades for the sake of it. Mm. So you know if if the water gets hot enough, maybe maybe he jumps. I just like I said, don't don't have me storm. Hallis Hall, like it's the sixth day of January. Please don't have me do it. I don't know if you're <laughs> opinion, like open a Santino Corleone can on nobody, please. Hey, so in your opinion, what would it take for the the Pittsburgh Steelers to move up to that nine pick? You're saying uh, it's not rich enough to give up maybe nine forty nine or a second and third next year. What are you saying the Bears need in order to move up? For a team that won three games last year. Trade it back twice in one draft. Don't ain't the move. Mm. Um, they need playmakers today. They you know not not in the future. Mm. Um, but flipping the nine for the seventeen, an additional pick, maybe the forty nine, maybe the thirty second that we already own, is not it's not wise. <laughs> it's not you're not you're not getting thirty two. You get. Hey, you 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 can get you can get seventeen and forty nine and maybe 30, I don't want thirty two now I don't want it now hey, you can you can get hey, seventeen forty nine argument what if I make the argument that the 49th pick is a better player than Clay Chapel mm. Chase Claypool excuse me I mean that's a very that's Chase a, Chase it's funny you say it Chase Claypool mm-hmm. actually went forty eight in the draft he was taking correct that's probably, that's probably a winning argument be dirt uh, but at this point you're gonna have to stay in pat. Uh, Bears, Bears got to stay on pat. They just they can't do it no more. Stop it. But they, like I said, like Big, they Big G, for sure. Answer, What's up, answer, Tate? Answer T. Bar's question, man. I've had it up for a minute. Big G, would you trade nine for forty nine to get Paris? Would I give up nine and forty nine right now, today? I would. I, I wouldn't even have. Well, you you you're giving up seventeen to oh, get yeah, nine. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes, we we move we've up up to nine. Give up our not our forty nine pick. And our 17 pick to go to nine to get Paris, I'd do it right now in a heartbeat. If I was Steelers management and Chicago called me with that trade, I couldn't move fast enough to get the envelope to the podium Man, you know, to get you know, the pick in. You know, to tell the truth, Big G, if that was to happen, you still you probably still get Paris, then you probably still get like Keely Ringo at 32. Exactly. You could still get one of those top 
top corners at that pick. There's a lot of local experts in Pittsburgh that are, are talking about how you're much not, Omar not, Khan. You, you're not in Pittsburgh, B. Dirt. You you in my workout room. There's a lot. <laughs> Listen, I know. I had to get the dust and cobwebs out of here. Uh, but there's a lot of there's a lot of talk that Omar Khan wants Paris Johnson really, really bad. There's a lot of speculation mm. that Tomlin wants Joey Porter Jr. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of talk, a lot of chatter going around in, in, in circles that, that are knowledgeable right now in Pittsburgh about those two. Yeah. I mean, this, this happens every year where you get a GM and a, co- and a coach beating the table and pounding the table for the guy that they want, especially based on the depth, the depth charts of draft charts going on in the back rooms. But I, I feel personally, I love Joey Porter Jr. I think he's one of the best corners in this year's draft. But Paris Johnson is a 10-year starter for Pittsburgh because a Pro Bowl player, you know? Tomlin's a defensive guy by trade, too. You got to yeah. take that with a grain of salt, right? Yeah, yeah. But 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 you know what? They really believe in Dan Moore. Somebody in the building believes in Dan Moore. We don't. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying that I don't. I mean, we, the talking heads. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. the fans, a lot of the fans. I think I think Dan Moore gets a bad rap, but he's he was a fourth-round pick. And starting for two years, he's getting for you. Obviously, he's going to get progressively better with more repetitions, more experience. I think they really like Dan Moore. No, I mean they won't draft a tackle, but I think I think tackle in the, with pick seventeen or trading up for a tackle could be overinflated. I'm more or less seeing trading up for Christian Gonzalez if they're going to make a trade up. Oh, bro. So I, that that brings up a good topic and a good conversation. Do you think? Or what, who do you think the player would be there if Pittsburgh would trade up? What, what player do we go after if we trade up? But there's a lot of talk just amongst us and talking heads about the Paris Johnson. But, Tate, you're saying Christian Gonzalez is another player that we go up and go after. Three, three, three players. Mm. Paris Johnson, Christian Gonzalez, and Jalen Carter. Oh, so Jalen oh, wow. passed that first six. I got you. I got you. If, if 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 the Bears is really talking trade and Jalen is there at nine, he could be a potential player to get if, drafted if, by the Steelers. If Carter's there at nine, the Bears ain't trading the draft pick. I don't Would know. You I've, seen, I've, seen, I've, I've seen a lot of mocks with the Bears keeping Skaronski right at home, right there in Chicago. Yeah, me too. A lot of recent mocks. Yeah. So Payday, what's your what's your value, your your view on Jalen Carter at nine? Would they move off of that pick if a player that they really, really wanted wasn't available? I think there's only four to five, a handful, a good handful of players in this in this first round, maybe the draft in general, that are perennial all pros. Like you can see that right now. Uh, that's the two quarterbacks at the top of the draft, mm. Jalen Carter, uh, Paris, Paris Johnson, and, and uh, Will Anderson. I see those guys. I see those guys as the blue, as the best guys in this draft. Like Barna, everybody else, um, starters, perennial starters, may may pop for a Pro Bowl here and there, may get a, may sneak up and get an All Pro. I think those five, they'll be gone in the, in the first twelve picks. Yeah, for um, sure. The Bears, the Bears traded back to nine because they believe that one of those five will still be there. You know, probably Jalen and and definitely Paris. More than likely, Paris. Um, 
So yeah, that, that that's why that's why I say that that trade that that pick is very valuable to the team. If they trade back again, I got a question: Who's driving the bus? <laughs> so you're you're saying Bears management? What are you doing? Doubling back? We're trying to win some games here. Yeah. Be be Your percentage? Do the Steelers trade up or down? Give me your percentage up and or down. Do the Steelers trade the seventeenth overall pick in this year's twenty twenty three NFL draft? That's a good one. How about this? I'm going to give the lowest percentage to Stan Pack. Okay. I think they'll trade. I think they want to trade up. um, But I think that the Bears are going to get somebody they want. So I'm going to say 20% trade up, 30% stay packed, 50% trade back. And I mm. think I agree with Tate. I think they're going to try and trade back into that mid-20 range, 23, 24, somewhere around in there. Okay. Tate, your percentage, do the Steelers stay put, go up, or go back? Well, I'd like to see them uh, either stand pat or go back. I don't I don't see the need in staying put because if you, if, you, if you go up, then you're giving up draft capital. And if it's 49, I think in 49 and 80, you can get a good player that's going to contribute immediately. I mean, we, we're expecting a lot from DeMarvin Leal this year. He was pick 83 last year. Mm. So I would like him to stay pat. I mean, I get it. I trust I trust the front office. I trust Omar Khan and Will and Tomlin to do whatever they feel needs to be done. But I like standing pat. I mean, because there's so much value at 32. Yeah, agree. I mean, 31 teams are going to be calling the Steelers that night before the second day of the draft. Yeah, yeah. Because a player that they really love and was high, one or two on their draft boards fell down. And we know that every year, every year traditionally, there is always players that are projected to be higher first-round draft picks that drop on the draft. We know that happens every single year. So I I like the idea of dropping back if we do drop back to pick up capital. Payday, percentage, who wins the fight? Do they they trade up or trade back? Give me your percentages. I got it at upper 80% that they stay where they're at. Uh, the only reason I'm giving them maybe 17% or move back is you never know what happens on draft night. Like you said, some, somebody can drop. And, you know, if they – if the players that – those six players that you say the Steelers are highlighting, mm-hmm. if they end up being gone before 17, they're going to pick up the phone and say, all right, let's see if we can, you know, re- recoup some some capital in the back end. They'll trade back. Hey, but hey. I don't think the likelihood of that happening is very high. So they'll stay where they're at most likely. Yeah, for sure. Tay, you got a comment. Yeah, man. I'm just with, with what Pay saying and what, what we all said. And it's gonna it's gonna be tougher to get one of those players because it looked like it looks like Will Levis is dropping fast. Yeah. I mean, yeah. a few weeks ago we had him top five, then we had him top ten. Now yeah. I'm seeing falling down like nineteen and twenty. Yeah. Definitely. It's because he but puts you, mayonnaise in his coffee. <laughs> the mayonnaise coffee guy. And I'll tell you something else is dictate, this, dictating this too. And we talked about this a little bit on, on the Slack channel amongst us, and we also just talked in general. Quarterbacks sometimes drive which position the draft goes up or down. So now there's talk there's possibly five quarterbacks going in the first round, three early and two late, which then again – gives the capital of a pick from 17 like to about 21, 22, 23, where a team would jump back in the first round to get a quarterback yeah. like Hooker. Detroit, 
Detroit is a team. Minnesota yeah. might want somebody to sit behind Cousins. Yeah. But they really need players. They need to go ahead and let Cousins just give them everything that they can get him to play out his, his the rest of his contract. Yeah, for sure, for sure, man, for sure. Like the topics, like the spin, like what we're talking about on that first move from 17 out of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Hey, so, fellas, we're going to take a quick 10-second commercial bait, pay our bills, and do what we need to do, according to the Pittsburgh Steelers Fans First Sports Network. So here's the break at 10. Here we go. All righty, welcome back to the Fans First Sports Network, Pittsburgh Steelers Steel Curtain Network podcast broadcasted live on YouTube and all our favorite listening channels. I'm sitting here with the crew with Tate, Payday, and B-Dirt, and we're having a little Steelers AFC North talk right now. We just hit a hot button topic at 17 of the Steelers trading forwards and backwards. Hey, so fellas, you know how we do with the AFC. We got to give a little homage and a little love for both the Cincinnati Bengals and the Baltimore Ravens and, you know, those Browns, those little dirty brown elves going over there in Cleveland. So, hey, do the Browns have no first-round capital, so we'll wait on them. But do the Bengals or do the Baltimore Ravens make aggressive moves to move forwards or backwards in this year's NFL draft? B-Dirt, I'm going to start with you. Do the Bengals move up to get a guy that they really want? No. Um, I don't think they're going to lose draft capital because of some of the big contracts that they have coming out. Uh, They're going to have to feed Joe Burrow, uh, possibly feed and hopefully feed Higgins Mm -hmm. and definitely feed Jamar Chase. Once you do that, the only way to to accomplish that is to get rookie deals built around you or good deals, a good value built around you. I don't think over the next year or two you can give up that kind of capital. That draft capital needs to stay in Cincinnati. Yeah, for sure. Agreed, Mark. For sure, it's a two-man race going on for sure. But I think Pay might have a little something to say about what's going on with them Baltimore Ravens. So, Pay, do the Ravens move up or back to suffice Lamar Jackson and get him to sign the contract and come in and do some things special for the Baltimore Ravens? With that um, tag tying up so much of their cap, their very dwindling, dwindling cap that they have going on right now, I think the Baltimore Ravens would love to trade back. Just to uh, just to get some more, um, just to get cheaper play, cheaper rookies, mm-hmm. you know, just just for that sake. Um, unless somebody, unless you know, there's, there's somebody falls falls fast down to twenty two, I see them trading back. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, so we're going to open it up to a live chat question going on. Fans, Steelers fans, listening, what do you see the Steelers drafting? At 17, 32, and 49, those three picks, who would you like to see the Pittsburgh Steelers draft at those three picks? We're going to have some discussion here on the panel for sure about it. Yeah, Tate, go ahead, bro. If the Steelers stand pat, right? That's that's what that is. Okay. Yeah, if the the Steelers stand pat, what do we do at 17, 32, and 49? Tate, resident advisor, Pittsburgh Steelers, what do we take at 17, 32, and 49? Man, I think at 17, as it, as it is now, if I can get either Broderick, Broderick Jones or or uh, PZ Jr., mm. so the left tackle or the corner, I probably would go left tackle over corner just because it's such an abundance of corners in this draft. 
Mm. I'll probably go Broderick Jones at 32. I'm gonna shake it up, man, because I really I really I really really like this. I like uh Darnell Washington. Ooh. Tiny in Georgia. Ooh. He gets past those Bengal boys, that's for sure. I like All right, that. I got you. I got you. I got the pick. And then for 49, I'm hoping he's there. I'm 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 trying to get I'm trying to get I guess I I guess I get my corner now. So I'm trying to get Julius Brents. Mm, Kansas State. Kansas yeah. State or or the kid from uh, from Utah, the corner from Utah. Got you. Got you. Payday, what do the Steelers do at 17, 32, and 49 for this year's draft? Um I think the I think the I think how it would shake out for 17, I think they end up getting lucky and catching one of those one of those three tackles. Maybe uh, Northwestern. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that because don't don't try to get me pronounce that. <laughs> uh, don't get me try to pronounce that. Uh, I think he he may may be available at 17, and I think Pittsburgh jumps all over that. Mm. Um, at 32, I'm thinking 32 is difficult because I also I think you know, the way this draft drafts are always you know crapshoots, and the back of the first round is always something. You know, it's primetime TV for a reason. So I'm going to throw a curveball and say at 32, they draft um, the best corner on the board at that time. Maybe Mingo. Mingo will probably be sitting there. It's possible. I I, I can see him still sitting there, you know. And, yeah, let's just go with that. Mingo Mingo at 32. Mm. And at 49 – Hmm. Back into the second round, I think in around that time, somebody on the D line. D line? Yeah. Maybe Maisie Smith? Maisie Smith, Michigan. He might be gone, but yeah, if he's there, that's a that's a win. Got you. Beat Dirt, real quick. Steelers 17, 32, 49. I like Broderick Jones. Uh, and it's unfortunate if you do get him. Uh, I think he fits more so than than any other lineman um, that you would be looking at 17 as far as that personality, that Mahler, uh, that I think you're going to want. Um, 32, I could see, I could see them, you know, they got to get a corner. Uh, I, I get tied in, but I, I think you got to get a corner. Um, maybe uh, uh, the uh, what's the kid? The, the second one's coming out of Maryland. What's his name? Banks. Banks. I, maybe Banks. A little slight for what you guys normally like, but you need cover forms, and I, I think he does a, a good job. Yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all talking about two different people. The second. Banks is the first corner coming out of Maryland. He's probably ranked like four or five. But Maryland has another corner that's really good. But I don't yeah. know if you take him at 32. Oh, no, that's way too early. Yeah, way too early for sure. So, B, who you got us at 49? Well, I would say man. best corner available at that point. Okay. I, I, I think you're going to get more of a cover guy than than than, than Ringo. That's a, that's just me. But um, I I don't know. And then, I, I mean, if Mozzie Smith is there at 
at you what 49 a year at yeah i mean if yeah. he's there you gotta yeah. take him um yeah but you know i also don't gee, be, I don't, don't, like don't, that. don't 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 be picking no michigan players from ohio state room <laughs> he wants that gee. maize and blue going on in the pittsburgh land man for sure hey, gee I, I i gotta be honest with you i don't mind um i think there's enough depth at tight end you got the kid from Nevada that's a giant. I mean, that that might not be a bad place for him. Um, I also think, like, I I don't know, maybe a Luke Musgrave, maybe one of those guys fall a little bit. Um, and, and maybe he can scoop one of those guys at 49. I like to tie in there. there yeah. There's more depth in that. I think you're better off taking that offensive lineman, that cornerback or whatever. I like the tight end depth. I think you can get a guy – because it's not a, a position of need for you. Friermuth is very good. So you can get an additional piece there to, like you've said, you know, in, in, in back, um, you know, previous episodes, Friermuth's had some concussion issues. Yeah. It's kind of helping you there, giving you that second opportunity and ha- have that fallback plan. Right. For I, sure. For sure. I have a question for you though. You know, Um, you know, with your background playing offensive line in college and stuff like that, what do you think about the fit for the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, as far as a mall or whatever versus a more technically sound? And what do you think about people staying now that Skaronsky might fall back in the draft because he's got a little bit too short of arms? What, what, what? How big of a deal is that and why? So if Skaronsky falls back, it is because of his arm length. To be a left or right tackle in the NFL, you have to your arms have to be extremely long to be able to pass protect because the guys that are coming are 4-4, four, 4-5 four, four, guys right off the edge, right? So if we draft him, he definitely moves to that guard position, in my opinion, if Pittsburgh goes after him. But in our offense that we're currently building in Pittsburgh, we have to have maulers. I like sound technique. And Paris Johnson Jr. doesn't get enough respect about being an actual mauler for the Ohio State Buckeyes. This kid can block, run block, pass block. He's a technician. So and my feelings are personal about that position, that if we do make the decision to go up, we're going up after a guy that's going to protect our investment in Kenny Pickett. So, so I love Paris Johnson Jr., now, for me, my little quick, 17, 32, 49. 17, we get the best defensive lineman available. I think that helps us at 17. We're long in the tooth. That's just my own personal opinion. I've been looking at it and watching it. I don't think any one of those corners and or tackles might not be sitting there. So I take the best defensive lineman. I love the kid out of Pittsburgh at DT. He's an in-betweener, but the kid can play. So I like him at 17. At 32, we pick Dewan Jones, offensive tackle out of Ohio State, to play right tackle for the Pittsburgh Steelers for 10 years. And at 49, and I believe he'll be sitting there, we get maybe Jack Lambert 2.0 and Jack Campbell from the University of Iowa playing linebacker for the Pittsburgh Steelers for the next 10 years. Jack Campbell's 6'4", 6'5", 250-something pounds, and can run like a deer. And it's all downhill. He can hold any tight end in in pro football right now because he's ready to go. 
and day one starter in Pittsburgh. So I think that puts us in position where we have three day one starters, and I think that's what we need to do to move the pendulum forward for those picks at 17, 32, and 49. Yes, sir. Kev, Tep, talk to me, bro. Dewan Jones is in Pittsburgh's doghouse because he he left out the all the the, the um what's it called the, the all star game the um senior bowl yeah senior bowl left out the senior bowl didn't didn't do anything but get weighed in at the combine mm. or did he do something at the combine he didn't do anything at, at the pro day yeah and he didn't even get weighed in so they. Everybody wants to know, did, did what's his work ethic like? Did he gain weight? Mm. Like, did he gain weight? So he's kind of in, in with a few teams, he's in the doghouse. Don't mean obviously his agent told him, You don't got to do no more work. We're going first round. Yeah. So that's his call. But he's turning some teams off. Yeah. Um, the other the other thing I wanted to say is uh who who would you pick first? The best. So the the best the best defensive lineman. Who would that be? Would that be Bree Bree Breesy? Brian Brzee, Brzee? Brian Clemson. Yeah, Brian Brzee. But I, I like the kid out of Pittsburgh, man. That's that's who I like. I think I that kid can play. But Pittsburgh like like likes their D lineman. Probably get him at thirty two. G. Maybe. He might Maybe. he might go earlier, but Pittsburgh like their D lineman. Man, he's six foot man, two eighty five. We sure like our guys. Six, yeah, six five, two ninety five, three oh five, something like that. So. Mm. I just don't think from a schematic standpoint how they want to play, I don't think he fits. He's a great player. Mm. I mean, but I yeah, don't know if Afton he fits. Hit that's right. Mm. Afton sure. said Cancy in the back. That's yeah. the that's the pit yeah, line. That's his name. So so a quick question. Just let me ask you, do we go back and maybe look at a guy that we've all that not all of us, most Pittsburgh Steelers fans have penciled in forever at thirty two and Ica from Baylor. Do we look at that? Nobody take Ike at thirty-two, hey, or maybe even at forty-nine. Maybe at forty-nine. At maybe at okay. forty-nine. He, he, he slid. He might fall to forty-nine. I think that's a great value at forty-nine. Yeah, but I think I think the Steelers are higher on Mozzie Smith from Michigan mm-hmm. and Keanu Benton from Wisconsin. Oh yeah, they like him. Far as yeah. knows, I think they like both them guys over Ike. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it goes and it goes back to the combine. But do you remember Ika didn't have a good combine, didn't look good. Look slow. He looked he looked he look, he look like me running out there, 50 years old. <laughs> more probably more like me, Tate, for sure. But but you know, on a little bit on the on the swole side for sure, man. Hey, so last question before we get to our final takes. Number one priority with your first pick in this draft for the Bengals, the Ravens, the Browns. And the Steelers. Tate, I'll take the Browns to give you an opportunity to do the Steelers, but I'm going to start with Payday. Payday, number one pick at nine for the Chicago Bears. Offensive tackle. Offensive tackle. Any person in particular? Paris Johnson. Got if, it. If, 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 if Jalen Carter, you still take Paris Johnson? Yes. Okay. Mm, got it. B-Dirt, Bengals first pick. Who you got? Well, I think they signed Drew Sample so they don't have to take a tight end at that pick. I think that's their mindset, whether I agree with them or not. Mm. Uh, so I think they're going to take a right tech. Mm. Um, I, I know, I think they want the kid from Tennessee. His name's escaped me right now. Um, the right tackle from Tennessee, his last name's Jones. 
that went from left tackle to right tackle. No, it's it's, it's right. It's right. Yeah, yeah. Daryl Wright. Yeah. yeah. Daryl Wright. Darnell Wright. Darnell Wright. Yeah. That's it. yeah. So he went from left tackle to right tackle. I think that's who they want to get. I don't know that he'll slide to twenty eight. Um, if they if he does, that's who we'll take. If not, I pray that they bail on the fact that they have to take a right tackle there and go with best available, maybe a running back um, and cut Joe Mixon. Uh, maybe, uh, you know, maybe go ahead and get that. How much, how much, how, how, much, how, how much savings is that if you cut Joe Mixon? Uh, 10 mil. 10 he, he's getting 12.6 this year. It would be 10 on the cap if we cut him after the draft. Frees up a lot of money to take care of T for sure. But if you, if you got right tackle, then you can maybe let Williams go on a trade and for a fifth-round pick or something like that for next year. So yeah. there's there are some other things we can do. That would free up almost $12 million. So there yeah. are some things we could do. But my hope is Darnell Wright falls and we get him. If not, bail on the idea that you have to take a right tackle. Yeah. Tate. You've been talking three and three, tackle and or cornerback. Number one priority guy at 17, who do you want the Steelers to draft? Oh, man. That's tough, man, because it depends on who's there. But if I'm just picking the one guy that I think could be there, and it's going against everything I say, because we, 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 we need a corner. But I have said that the value of corner is just so, so plentiful that I'm going to go with uh, – I'm gonna go with Broderick Jones, man. Wow, yeah. But Big G, what what would you think if we just drafted like through caution to the wind and drafted Nolan Smith and Trenton Simpson at seventeen thirty two? Do they help? Nolan Smith, two outside linebackers or defensive end outside linebackers, that well, would put us in position to solidify us for ten years. Nolan, I forward. think, I think, I think Nolan Smith is edge, but Trenton Simpson is 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 off ball. He's inside. Well, the only thing, but, I but just, 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 you know, this thing is like upside and athleticism. Yeah, always, and that and gives those, us and, chess and, pieces. And, and those guys are off the chart. Yeah, Chef. As far as chess pieces and ability to move around, positional players that would put us in position where you wouldn't know where it was coming, when it was coming, and how it was coming, because the, all those guys have the ability to get to the quarterback real, real fast. So, does that make us one of the most athletic defenses? In the NFL, where you can put guys anywhere and play chess pieces, hey, if that's their mindset and that's what they want to do, and they I figure mean, we can get talent later at the tackle position or corner position, I'm with it. Think, of, I mean, think about that. I mean, I said Nolan Smith and Trenton Simpson. Mm. They already got Keanu Neal versatile. Yeah, KZ versatile. Yeah, you know what I mean. And we know Minka's versatile. Yeah, Pat P gonna be playing corner and safety. It yeah. just gives you a lot of options. I know you're not going to do it. I just had to bring that up. Oh, but could you imagine if we did that and we were able to get a guy like Brents at 49? What type of deal that would be as far as our defense? I know I know, we don't give anything early on to give Pickett to help him on the offensive side of the ball, but that would make our defense one of the most versatile, strong, fast defenses in the NFL. And to be honest, that's how you have to play football now because off the, the game has switched – to be more competitive for offense than it is for defense. So you got to get athletes running around that can stop everything that's coming. Make sense? Oh, for sure, for sure. All right. Closing shots, parting shots. 
You know how we do on the Homies Podcast. Man, Payday, say it with your chest, bruh. Tell me what you got to say today on the Homies Podcast on FFSN. Last week I got on bump teams uh, avoiding good quarterbacks. This this week I'm going to get on the Ravens. Around uh, around this time of the year, you know, all these teams are looking for generational talent at quarterback position, right? And the Ravens have had one for the last five years. And with that, they made it to they ain't seen a single championship game. Mm. And a lot of people is putting that putting laying that uh, failure or uh, laying the burden at that at Lamar's feet, right? Mm. That's why they, that's why you know he's not getting the uh, getting getting his contract offers that he wants. But how come no one's asking asking that same question to John Harbaugh? Mm. He's had in the five in in the five years that Lamar's been there, he's had two contract extensions. He's had a generational talent at quarterback that thing everybody wants, and, mm. and it has not seen a championship game, and it's gotten two contract extensions. Mm. <clears throat> Let me I'm tell pretty- you this. Uh, he's had Lamar Jackson. Without Lamar Jackson, he's had a 500 record. Without Ray Lewis, he had a 500 record. With them both, he's both, he's 54 and 26. Mm. All I can say, I, you know, maybe numbers lie, maybe they don't. I don't know, but I can I can tell you this: winners win and players matter. Don't be dumb. Sign that man to a contract. Hey, payday. He's trying to get that trash in. <laughs> trying to get that trash in about hardball for sure. I heard the venting. I heard the upsetness in your voice, man. So I get it, man. Hey, we're gonna move on to beat dirt. Who you doing dirty this week, beat dirt? Man, I'm stuck. I got two. Uh, Shoot it. Shoot it. But but I'm gonna give you the first little touch as. Something I'm going to have to put on a receipt board. It's going to take a while to figure this out. But as I've been looking at the draft, I'm going to say that I think this wide receiver class is beyond suspect. Mm. I only found six players in the draft that I think could be a number two receiver. I've got one that might teeter. And I'm not going to say who it is because I'm not going to give you. I'm not going to give you that uh, joy there. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> they might be able to be a one in in the right situation. Yeah. Other than that, I see nothing but threes and fours and pieces. I don't see anybody. I, there's no Hall of Famers. There's really no true number ones in this draft class. It's whack. But what I really need to do because I'm never going to get this opportunity to do it again is this thing. This is what I'm going to go in on. He's going dirty. <laughs> hey, I got done dirty. I'm doing it right back. Mm. Jaden Davis over air bud. I don't care who your quarterback is. Jaden Davis is going to flip it two years in a row. We stomped you. Recruiting track is now closing closer, closer, closer. Scarlet Gray's over. It's just all blue now. Blue. <laughs> all blue. Wow. We're wow. back, baby. <laughs> so, Tate, he did your background dirty. He did our beloved OHIO Buckeyes dirty, man. What's going on, Tate? Talk to me, man. Parting shots. 
B. Dirk can answer, ask this question real quick. Let's hold it up there for him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you getting a dog, B. Dirk? Oh, yeah, the trip to Maryland. I am. I am. I, uh, so uh, I'm going to give Valka, not, not Kevin. Um, but, no, seriously, uh, you know, they, they, they hooked me up, um, and I am adopting another French Bulldog. Pick her up tomorrow. Uh, so Quinn will be a new addition to the family tomorrow. Tell them, tell, 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 them, tell them how you came with the name to stay in the, in the same theme. So Bane was the bad guy on the Batman movie. Uh, it came out when I got him. I think it came out like 2012 or so. I got Bane in 2013. So I wanted to stay with the Batman theme. So Quinn for Harley Quinn. <laughs> Evil characters is lurking around Beater's house in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. He's probably We're trying to fight everybody off. He's fighting dogs off. Oh. Yeah, he's fighting off all those Steeler fans that's going to be approaching his apartment during the season. <laughs> Talking about get this guy out of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Hey, my man, Tate, talk to me, man. Parting shots. <laughs> for the hey, man. Real quick, man. Um, see, that's what he's talking about. People like B-Dirt, man. Mm. They the one, they the one two out the last. 19 games against Ohio State, and he here bumping his jibs. Mm-hmm. And same thing with the Bengals. Burrow, Burrow is great, but we got we got two years of Burrow being good. Let's 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 put up some Ben Ben Roethlisberger sustainability before we get all this bumping your gums, B Dirt. Hey, what have I bumped gums about on 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 Cincinnati? This is what I've said. I'm afraid. The management will screw everything else up. That's all I've said. We're in a good spot this year. I don't trust where we're going to be at in two. Okay. And 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 lastly, had to had to get that back to you, man. Lastly, Big G, man, I just want to uh, let everybody know to check us out on the uh, obviously on here on the homies. I think I think if you, if you really like the homies, we we gonna try and try and do a few a few shows on our uh, on our Know It All's channel. Maybe yeah. maybe next week we do a we do a homie after show on the Know It All channel after this one. Be sure everybody's still here. Like this podcast right now. If you're still watching, hit the thumbs up, please. And uh, what well, like I said last week, we all got stuff going with with FSSN with. With Dave and Jeff and Bad and those guys, we all, you know, we all got different things going on. I think Pay might might get some get some burn on the Cubs podcast. He's like all these terrible Chicago teams. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Sunday, and, uh, Sunday, the unofficial Bengals channel is going to do a uh, a draft preview Sunday evening. Mm-hmm. So I'll be I'll be sharing that out. At least Tim in the live chat will care. The rest of you probably do not. Be, be there. We fans of you, man. We're going to follow you. Yeah, for sure. But, yeah, just be sure to check us out here on, on, the, on, the, on the SCN Steel Curtain Network. We're all on FFSN. Check out all the podcasts on S, on the Steel Curtain Network. You know, like we do every week. You know, you got you got Daniel J and the homie Shannon White on Mondays with The Hangover. Yeah. Stove Bro Show on Tuesdays. Uh, Curtain Call with, with Jeffrey Benedict and the Shannon again oh, yeah. on Wednesdays. Thursdays is the preview with Jeff, Dave, and Brian, the Brain Trust. And Fridays, you get these guys. So, hey, why why wouldn't you watch all the YouTube podcasts? And be sure to check out all the audio. 
We got we we got some good uh, Cleveland Cavs audio going up. We did a playoff preview show last night with uh, Sean Saint Jock from the New York Knicks podcast, the 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 shock shock Jock Knicks podcast. So check that out on wherever you listen to your audio podcast. It's actually on YouTube or no to on Know It All channel too. Yeah, you know, I, you guys know I'm not a big Cavs fan. Uh, I'm a Pistons fan, which means that basketball has been over for me for a couple months, but. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I've really enjoyed that podcast, man. You guys are doing a really good job. It's uh, it's 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 very enlightening and pretty objective and uh, it, it very entertaining, man. I like it. For nice sure. Thank you. Thanks, thanks, Beater. We appreciate it over there at that Rather Cavaliers. Hey, man, so you know how I do at the end. I got to hit you with that big G burner that you know I, that is going to stir up the pot and maybe get some controversy for next week's show moving forward. Man, with the big G burner this week, man, I believe that the Pittsburgh Steelers will go all in and trade up with someone, maybe not even the Bears, maybe up higher to get the player that they've designated who they really want in this year's NFL draft. Who wins out? Is it the GM or is it the coach? But somebody's going up somewhere to get the guy that we want. So Pittsburgh Nation, talk about it in the chat and get ready for us to bust it out this next week. And don't forget to check me and my boy Tate out this week as we do our mock draft 3.0 on the Know-It-Alls podcast for the Pittsburgh Steelers. We're going to run through at least the first four, maybe even the first five picks for the Pittsburgh Steelers with a mock draft special, mock draft 3.0 over on the Know-It-Alls channel for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Hey, as for my man, as for me, Big G, my man Payday, my guy B-Dirt, and the homeboy Tate, man. We loving y'all. We appreciate y'all to, and watching us on FFSN. Still. Hey, 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 be dirt. Be dirt. Can we, do you think we got to go get something to eat, man? We got some. That's what I'm saying. We got to wrap this up so we can order some pizza or something. Let's go. Pizza <laughs> wings. Let's do it. Hey, hey, All take right. us home, man. Say what you say. Put bread far behind bars. <laughs> For sure. We're out, fellas. Peace.